Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, we're here just looking at the summer schedule, Grant, and already we're having, you know, oh, wow. Yeah. Panic You're, attacks. Panic attacks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. You know, is that accurate yeah. to say? No. Well, whatever. Yeah, we got it. We'll figure it out. We but will. it was so sad to learn about Ray Liotta. Oh, I mean, so my. Grant, we saw Ray Liotta at... Liotta. 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 Lee. L-I-O. Liotta. At the Country Mart. We had Country such- Malibu Mart. He was coming out of the men's, men's bathroom. Room. And he was in blue sweats and a blue top. Matching sweats and sweatshirts, and we, we waved to him. We're like, we love you. And his eyes were Blue. piercing. Blue. And he Beautiful wasn't eyes. as tall as we thought he would be because his movie presence is so huge. But he was only 67. He passed away in his sleep. He was filming something in the Dominican Republic. That's just so sad. Yeah, it really is. He was good in everything. Everything. You know? you know, one quiet one that I always loved was the one he did with Whippy Goldberg. Do you remember that one? Um, Serena's, um, Seriota's. I mean, maybe you can look it up, Grant. Yep, yep, but yep. You guys don't remember that one? It was, um, you're like looking at me, Lori, because you loved him in Goodfellows and Blue Shades. Corinna, that Corinna? Was just Corinna, in. Corinna? Yes, Corinna, Corinna. That was such a mm-hmm. sweet movie where she was his maid and they had the little girl and the yes. relationship. Yep. That was a sweet movie. Well, I mean, Field He's, of Dreams, yeah. Something Wild. He was in my um, show I loved with J-Lo, Shades of Blue on NBC, mm-hmm. playing a crooked cop yep. on the take. He got his start in a soap opera. Really? World. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Back in 1980. And um, he was wild in the 80s, and <laughs> but he had a great career as a leading man-turned-character actor, and um some people that have worked with them, you know, people were really shocked. Lorraine Bracco, she wrote on Twitter, I'm utterly shattered to hear about this terrible news about my Ray. I can be anywhere in the world and people will come up to me and tell me their favorite movie is Goodfellas. Then they always ask what was the best part <laughs> of making that movie. My response has always been the same. Ray Liotta. Oh. As and- far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Greatest line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, being a gangster was better than being president of the United States. The voice. Yeah. Everybody loves that. Even before I first wandered into the cab stand for an after-school job, I knew I wanted to be a part of them. It was there that I knew that I belonged. To me, it meant being somebody in a neighborhood that was full of nobodies. They weren't like anybody else. I mean, they did whatever they wanted. They double-parked in front of a hydrant and nobody ever gave them a ticket. In the summer when they played cards all night, nobody ever called the cops. Oh, God. Grant, Grant was wording every... So I feel like you memorized those lines, Yeah, Grant. I have. And I, it's crazy. I was telling this to Lori earlier. On Sunday, you guys, I randomly... Sunday morning, I was just like, I need a little... Ray. I just... I, I woke up I and I... need a little Ray. I need a little Ray. And I, I kind of said to myself, ever, uh, ever since I've always known, I always wanted to be a gangster. So I went out in the living room, HBO Max, turned it on, watched the whole movie Sunday morning, and Great. now we get this news... 
today. I know it. You know? He was it's just, just really good in everything and really became a character actor. Really? Yeah. yeah, I mean, even in Blow, remember when he was Johnny yes. Depp's dad? Mm-hmm. And he even carried that same voice. I mean, he, he he's, oh gosh, that was... Yeah, he um, he also was in the, he was the best thing in, the, there were two good things in that Noah Baumbach's marriage story with Car- Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Ray Liotta as the lawyer that um, Adam Driver's character hires because... His wife has hired basically Laura Dern, who's like a Laura Wasser. Right. And his attorney was Ellen Alda, and he thought he was too nice. So Ray plays just this shark divorce attorney who's, you know, like, don't worry, I'm going to fight for you. And he was the best. He and Laura Dern were the only two things I liked in that very dreary movie, Hmm. Marriage Story. Oh, that. And, and, you know, he... um, he got his first life obstacle just a second after he came out of the womb because he was left at an orphanage. Wow. I didn't know that. No. And he was adopted by his parents, Mary and Alfred Leota, when he was six months old. And after he graduated from high school, he went to the University of Miami where he got a BA in acting and started musicals. And then, um, so it would be maybe someone could scour YouTube and find young Ray Liotta, you know, throwing up the jazz hands and being in a musical. But then he moved to New York City right after college and booked a job immediately on Another World. Oh, mm-hmm. but he quit a year later because he wanted to make it in the movies. And he did. He made his film debut in 1983's The Lonely Lady, which starred Pia Zadora. Oh, remember Pia, Pia Zadora? Zadora? And then three years later, he got his big break. He was cast in something wild. He got a Golden Globe and a, um, he got a Golden Globe nominated for supporting. And then in 89, you know, Shoeless Joe in Field of Dreams. Mm -hmm. I just read this that he passed on Sopranos. He fought to play. Yeah, he was supposed to be a part of it, but he told him no. Yeah, that's and then he ends up being in the many in the scenes of uh, yeah, that's Newark, right. which is the prequel. And again, he was like the best thing in that plane. Um, I'm trying to think which characters, maybe um, Hollywood Ray Liotta. Yeah, who was starred as Hollywood Dick in the Many Saints of Newark was his name, Hollywood Dick. Right, but I'm trying to think <laughs> whose dad he was. Oh, oh yes, oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, he was is. somebody's dad, and uh, um, yeah. Charlie St. Cloud, remember that movie? Yeah. Kind of Heartbreakers, uh, The Place Beyond the Pines. Because he did a lot of movies yeah. or TVs, too. Yeah. TVs. Remember his piercing, piercing mm. blue eyes? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my word. Yeah. That's too young. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Lord. He has a daughter. Yeah. And, and he had a fiance. Yes. And I just can't believe that he just died in his sleep. Jeez, he just seems too young. I went to his IBDM page and he was filming like four different movies. There were a lot of things that were in production. So okay. he had a lot going on. Oh my he, gosh. He played, so Hollywood Dick is the grandfather of Michael Imperioni's Char- Christopher. Oh, right. Char- yeah, Christopher. Character. Christopher Molastiani. Moltisani. Moltisani. Yeah, so that was who Michael Imperial's grandfather. Yeah. So, so um,. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what movie he... Oh, it was called uh, Dangerous Waters is what he was filming in the Dominican <sighs> Republic. I wonder if the, you know, like, you know, with... Remember when John Candy died in that w- a Wild Wild West movie he was in the middle of? And That's then they right. just kind of, you know, 
did silhouettes of his character on a horse. I wonder if they're going to finish it somehow or if it's just a I don't know project. how long. I mean, because yeah. he had that, he was doing the substance. He was doing cocaine bear, black bear. I mean, it's all these things that were just coming out. Oh. Well, based on Hollywood's reaction, everyone from Carrie Elways to Jamie Lee Curtis to... Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I mean, everyone is just uh, tweeting about like how fantastic he was and oh, yeah. how nice he was. I know. So sad. I know. I texted you guys right away. As soon as I saw that, I was like, no, we keep losing too many good. I mean, every year this happens, right? Yeah, but it's it just does. it's just crazy. And how... I think I was the only one who watched. Well, I know other people watched no. it, but I loved Shades of Blue on Lord NBC did. with J-Lo and Ray. Yeah, you were big on that. Oh, and was, it was a that, great a show. A lot of people watched it and it was canceled. It was um, in three years. Yeah. I think it had three years, but it was yeah. just gritty and good and yeah. j-lo didn't have to spend much time with the you know a rod while she was doing it so that was probably good for her all right listen uh when we come back i don't know what our story will be that we can't get enough of because we thought it was going to be ray so we're going to put our heads together got it so on this thursday we were just talking about uh well you know really in the music world with depeche mode the founding guy and then ray Liotta in the hollywood world but um we were talking about both of the, you know, them dying today. But Ray Liotta on an episode of Jay Leno's Garage, Ray revealed that Nancy and Tina Sinatra, Frank's daughter, right, sent him a horse's head in the mail <laughs> as a joke in response to Liotta passing on playing their late father in a miniseries that they were working on, only to have Ray play him in the HBO TV movie The Rat Pack. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he really did love everything mafia. I mean, he narrated this AMC docuseries, The Making of the Mob. Jennifer Lopez tweeted about him. He was her partner in crime on Shades of Blue. But the first thing that comes to mind is he was so kind to my kids. Oh, I know. And he had um, his daughter um, set him up what, with what he calls the love of his life. And he asked her to marry him. Um, oh, just this past January, he was 67. His daughter Carson's 23, but um, he met this woman in um, her 40s who had a 10-year-old daughter. But he just said, luckily, I met somebody and the pandemic bought them close together and he's engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just said he's just so happy. She's just the love of his life. And he died so young. Yeah, 67. really mm-hmm. is. Well, I mean, you know, people, I think, are just, like, so devastated with what happened in Texas. I talked to my mom today, oh. and she's just like, I can't stop crying. Mm, I, you know, and I'm like, I I know. And she said, and at the same time, I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what are you doing? And she said, my granddaughter sent me a list of senators, Republican senators, and I'm making phone calls. And I well, said, that's good for we, you, yeah. Mom. She yeah. said, "It's this is ridiculous. Because if the whole country wants red flag, resp- you know, gun... Background checks. Background checks mm-hmm. and all these other kinds of things. She said, why should 50, 50 men and two women or whatever it is? Yeah. And she's, she's just like, she goes, I don't know what else to do with myself. But I said, we well, got thing. plenty of time, Mom. That's right. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. Good for so her. she was going to do that. But there's just so many. It's just so heartbreaking to see all those kids. And and then the husband the, of one of the teachers had a heart attack today. And died. And, and they died. have four kids. Oh, College sweethearts. No, it's 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 so it just there's there just feels like such a heaviness in the world. 
you know, really and truly, it feels like yep. it's really hard to like put a little, oh, I'm just going to put on a happy face mm-hmm. and it just kind of is hard. It feels hard it, right now. And maybe it's because it's been, you know, two years of I think it's been a lot of hardness. But, but you know, it, it really upsets me because when you think about that booze is deemed dangerous, so you can't buy Go in a bar, buy booze, you know, when you're 18. You can't mm-hmm. rent a car till you're 25. Why in the world is it sensible to let, you know, 18-year-olds buy an assault rifle? I don't know. I mean, it I makes know. no sense. I know. What is wrong with uh, having uh, some checks and balances about what we deem as dangerous? You're mm-hmm. too dangerous to rent one of our cars, too dangerous to drink. How is booze more dangerous than right. an assault rifle? Right. Yeah, it just... It's just infuriating. Mm-hmm. It really is. So and I, and just kind of also so sad. The, and and the just seeing some of the footage of those parents outside saying, "Why aren't you going in?" You know, I just I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's it's heavy, Lori. It's it super sad. And I think that's what our right is as Americans. It's your right to call your senators and tell them to pass this because it's been passed by Congress for two years. It's sitting in the but Senate. But it's calling other senators because Klobuchar and our Smith, senators our and senators, senators are, are behind it. This. It's calling senators from other states. Yes. Yes. Calling yep. Republican senators. Yes. And the number one person who takes NRA money is, is Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. They spend so much money. I, I don't know how those guys can look themselves in the eye tomorrow right. and actually have a convention. I, I see that Don McLean and Larry Gatlin were going to both perform at the NRA and they both pulled out. And it's in Houston. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just, I, I guess, I guess we have to, you know, I guess, the, yeah, the pressure is calling those senators right. and it's easy enough to mm-hmm. find those phone numbers yeah. and stuff and just demand because it really is, it's insanity yeah. to have 50 senators rock blocking the whole country and valuing guns over lives, lives. valuing gun ownership over other people's right to live and go places mm-hmm. safely right and and kids to go to school yeah i mean yeah. all the morning Not programs even. today were like having like psychologists on about mm-hmm. how to talk you know how parents to talk to their kids Teachers about this. Had to talk to their kids yesterday and they do mm-hmm. gun drugs. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Girls in class, you know, I think all of us did, you know, fire drills. Fire drills, right. And I can only imagine, you know, how no wonder uh, young people have all this anxiety. Mm-hmm. They've been doing 
shooter drills since it's, Columbine. It's, yeah. And we've done nothing about right. it. Right. It just it just makes you so damn mad. Mm-hmm. You know, it really does. You just want to put your head out your car window and scream at the top of your lungs. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, well, I'm just going to make my phone calls. It's a rainy day in Seattle. And we but that's like a, just a perfect thing to do, though, because I think that's what everyone needs to do. Yeah, I know. Get it's, loud. Yeah. Let's get loud, as J-Lo would say. You were playing song. that I song know. today, Lois. Let's get, get loud. I was just like, Anyway, so, yeah, so the whole world is kind of reeling about that. Meghan Markle flew down to Texas and didn't talk to any reporters or anything, but just, you know... Laying flowers and and all of that kind of stuff, but it really is hard not to just sit and cry and cry when you see all the. I don't know that there's a sweeter age than third, fourth, fifth grade. Like those are the sweetest. I mean, anything younger, but all of them are all of them. But but there is something really about you know that third, fourth, fifth grade. Really sweet. They, they haven't gotten into any, um, you know. They still like their parents. Yeah, they, 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 love, they, love, they, their they love their parents. They love their aunties yes, and uncles do. and grandparents. Uh-huh. And I, I think that, um, but, you know, we didn't, the, 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 the Senate didn't do anything with uh, Sandy Hook. I know. And that was 22 fifth graders. Or I, I, love, that, I for, love that idea, though, because there is a list that's circulating of um, senators, senators. McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Mitch, or Mitt Romney, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio. Yeah. All, all of these people. And I mean, I actually saw last night on a channel that shall not be named with a guy who was once on our show, um, Sean Hannity. He had a guy on advocating building man traps around schools like a bear trap oh my gosh i'm like wouldn't the kids fall into the man trap yeah i mean that was an actual thing and saying well it's mental health that's the problem it's not the guns i'm like no other countries don't have this problem and we don't have any more mental health issues proportionally than any other country america has a gun problem we do Anyway, all well, right. Well, we're going to get growing change. with Larry Farr. I and know. Hopefully our country is going to get growing and say enough, enough people. Uh, we just, we can't have this again. Right. All right, listen, we'll be right back. We're going to get to the garden, get growing with Larry Farr when we return. Back by popular demand. It's uh, Larry Farr, get growing with Larry Farr. You can follow him on Insta and Facebook. Just get, get growing with Larry Farr. And that's... Yes. P F A R R. Is it like Jamie Farr was in his? Mm-hmm. The Germans way back when through the P and just to just throw for, things just off. Just for fun. Yeah. All right. right. Well, we're psyched you're here with us. So, okay. Let's talk. The end of May. Yep. The it's weather's been weekend. terrible. We've been patient, although we did pots and window boxes. But uh, uh, how how far? behind are we now or have we caught up no we have not caught up and we are still about two weeks behind oh, really? and i not only in well soil temperatures first off i think we talked about this way yeah. back when soil temperatures the to the best of my knowledge i looked again today have not gone above 60 degrees and for tomatoes peppers eggplant they really need to be that 65 to 70 degrees um so our soil temperatures have never gotten up to 70 yet or 65 yet but the other thing i look at is like even the orioles which i you know when there were orioles on the farm when i grew up there's been orioles you know 
40, mm-hmm. 50 years. They just arrived a week ago. Usually they are arrived the last week of April. And yesterday was the first time I saw a hummingbird. And they're oh. usually the first very beginning of May. And that's been the six years I've lived there because so I keep some notes. like a month. A yeah. Month. So I, even when I look at Mother Nature... It's a three weeks to a month behind, but gardening, I'm saying about two weeks behind. So, so we're not planting our vegetables yet. I, you know what? I have planted uh, lettuce, peas, radish, um, cabbage, cauliflower, broccoli, all those cool season crops. But anything that needs to be warm Wait. is sitting on a little wagon. It gets pulled out in the sun during the day and then it goes into a shed at night. Right, right, um, right. Maybe this weekend, but you know, it's going to be the other thing is now it's going to be really hot and it's really hard to plant. When it's hot and keep stuff watered. So mm-hmm. I might wait until early next week. And then okay. at some point, my tomatoes that I started indoors are looking like small shrubs or trees. So they have to go in the ground. Yeah. So yeah, sooner. I'm going to, I'm going to hold off yet for a little while. What, what about grass seed? So you can st- generally at this time of year, I would start saying, no, wait till fall, but you could still put it in because yes, we're going to warm up, but our soil temperatures are cool. The actual best time of year to put down grass seed is in the fall because in the fall we have warm soil and cooling air temperatures where now we have the opposite. Our air temps are warming up, but our soil is cool. So it um, really round Labor Day is really the best time of year. Um, And I'm all for putting clover lawns in um, white clover, dwarf white clover um, and not spraying your lawn because that will kill the clover. But planting clover lawns in full sun to part sun. Um, it's so beneficial for the honeybees as well as other pollinators. Okay. All right, let's talk to our condo, apartment, and, and uh, townhome dwellers. What are, what's a good, what are good vegetables to put in a pot? Well, if you're going to be growing in pots, you need um, full sun, and that's about eight or more hours of direct okay. bright sunlight. So if you have less than that, you can still grow lettuce and herbs and... Um, no peppers need full sun, full sun but um, the, the leafy crops that you're not getting fruit on can grow in the uh, um, less light, okay. less bright sunlight. But all of those peppers, tomatoes, eggplant, um, they all need bright, full, all-day sun. And the secret is, the biggest mistake with growing in containers is you don't go with a big enough container. Your container should be at least 14 inches and even 16 inches across. So that big, explains so much right. why I've been such a bad vegetable pot grower. Yes, you, you and a lot of people, the biggest mistake is too small of a container. You have to use potting soil. I say that all the yeah. time. And when I'm doing vegetables in containers, I throw in a scoop or two of some compost in it as well. Um, so if you have that full sun, a big enough container, and then look for varieties that say compact, dwarf, some say miniature, um, some say patio on it. Um, okay. Look for all of those kind of things. Even cucumbers. There are bush cucumbers really? that oh, work are. really well in containers, okay. um, which I did when I lived in the city because I had a small vegetable garden, mm-hmm. but then I had a driveway. Now I just have a big, big farm big have, farm and a big garden. Everything. Yes. Um, so full sun and then make sure you give them in the containers. You want to put a couple applications of organic fertilizer on. One when you plant and one again about mid-July because all of those sun-loving plants like the tomatoes and peppers are really 
they need a lot of fertilizer. So even if you're planting them in a ground bed, mm-hmm. um, you still want to fertilize twice a summer. Twice with- a summer. Okay. okay. I have a question for you. For city dwellers who are being, ter- our pots are being terrorized by squirrels getting in our hanging baskets, digging up stuff. What can we do to keep squirrels out of our pots and baskets? So there's all of those sprays you can buy that um, are some are made like coyote urine and stuff like that or hot pepper sprays. They all work, but you also can just go into your uh Okay. Uh, kitchen cabinet and grab some um, grab spicy knife. pepper. Well, you could grab <laughs> yeah. a knife if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of Tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. But you can actually take garlic, press it, and put it in water and make this stinky garlic solution. You can put that on. Oh, you really? can take spicy peppers. Um, like red, spicy, hot red, 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 red peppers. Yeah, yeah. You? and you're from your herb. Yep, you just, the pepper flakes. You would just you sprinkle s- it on the soil. Really? And they don't like that. Oh, Lori. Okay. You can also mix that in with your bird seed if you have um the squirrels the squirrels and going to your bird feeders because the squirrels will stay away from it birds can't taste the pepper okay oh i mean i am really by i came home from cabo and i had like four pots that were half destroyed really from squirrels huge pop there there's just a huge there's too many squirrels in the city and there's no predators for them, which is really interesting when I moved to the farm because country squirrels are so well behaved. Yeah. They stay out of the planters. They tend to avoid. That's so funny. They yeah. tend to avoid the bird feeders. But um, my squirrel population went way down this winter because I literally multiple times a week had a bald eagle about 30 mm. feet oh, yeah. in a tree from my office. I'd watch this eagle just sit go down. up there and then go down. So there's lunch, far less snack, squirrels and far less rabbits. So. Okay, so red pepper flakes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, or, or, garlic. Garlic. or garlic. Or garlic. Yep. Okay. That works as That's well. That's a great and one. And it doesn't affect the plant. No, the it won't hurt the plants. Okay. Nope. Right. Okay, no mome. We're almost done with that. Um I have mixed feelings on it. I think the gesture is great and that it makes people feel good. But if you're spraying your yard for dandelions and creeping Charlie and doing all this, it's counterintuitive. If you don't have dandelions um, and all this stuff, um, clover growing in your yard. I mean, the longer grass does help with the beneficial insects and the pollinators and all of that. Mm -hmm. But we really need to plant things that benefit them a lot more. Um, And you know, besides no mow May, you really should wait longer. To, you don't need to mow your lawn every week. You mm-hmm. can really go every two weeks. And you can go higher. You know, I know some people like, you know, like putting green lawns. Just don't cut it so, so short. When I mow my lawn after I'm after I mow it, it's about four to five inches long. Okay. So, and the longer you keep the grass during the summer, it shades the ground. It keeps the ground cooler, which means you have to water less. So mow, you know, no mow May, yeah. but mow less frequently the right. rest of the year and plant things like clover or native plants or something like that in okay. your yard. What about um, perennials? Is it, is it, can we still divide them up? Yes, you can still lift up hostas, split them, um, heuchera. Daffodils? Cor- uh, nope, daffodils are a bulb. Oh, they so, are a bulb. So those are something you would dig up after they're done blooming, let them dry out. You could put them in a dry place and then move and replant them in the fall. Got it, okay. Um, but things like iris and... Um, uh, daylilies, you want to do those transplant and move those closer to Labor Day. And peonies really never have to be transplanted. The only reason you would do that is if they're not blooming. And that could be because it's either in the shade or they're planted too deep. So if you, um, I've had some peonies at the farm that I planted six years ago that hadn't bloomed. So last fall, 
I didn't move them. I just took the shovel and raised them up a little couple inches. Oh. I planted them too deep. Shame okay. on me. Mm-hmm. And by raising them up, then they'll start blooming. Okay. Is there anything for, is there a plant to have? Because I feel like we've got so much rain that mosquitoes are going to be an issue this year. Is there any plant? You know, there's citronella plants and you'll see these recipes for mosquito, you know, repellent gardens and stuff like that. My take on that is you literally could be sitting in that container garden and, and the mosquitoes still. will still bug okay. you. Yeah. So um, get a good so, spray. Some people, okay. some people think it works. I don't think it does. Okay. Okay. Always, I've always kind of wonder, wondered about it. What about, you know, flower gardens? When can we start besides the cooler flowers? I mean, Kim, like, Lori, you've got a lot of oh, pots. Oh, I have, yeah. I have oh, are you pots. covering them at night? Or no. What are, mm-hmm. They're, st- they're, they're going okay? Um, and, well, most of your above ground, like pots, they warm up faster and stay faster than the ground. Right. Okay. So anything elevated stays warmer. You don't have to worry about it as much. But cutting flower gardens, um, when... Uh, COVID came about, uh, suddenly we're all buying local produce, vegetables, mm-hmm. and all of that, and CSA shares took off. But we also saw this l- cut flower movement. So we're starting to see more people grow cut flowers for arrangements to bring indoors. Um, we're starting to see some wholesalers actually buying local flowers. You can do now cut flowers, CSAs. Um, it's also easy to do this in your own backyard to create a cutting garden. You only need really about a 10 foot by 10 foot area. And Ideally, you would start your own seeds because many of the plants you find in garden centers have been bred to be dwarf and compact and stay shorter. Where cut flowers, you want those long stems. You want zinnias that... Um, have long cutting yeah. stems on it. Um, it's really easy if you want, if you have kids, they like doing this, to grow sunflowers for cutting. So you um, want to look for, um, you don't want the branching sunflowers. These are the ones that keep sending flowers out in all directions. You want um, sunflowers that are single flower bloom. So they're kind of one and done. And there's the Pro Cut series. So there's a whole bunch of different colors in Pro Cut. These are one and done. So you cut them off and they're done. Bloom. They're done. Yeah. They're also pollenless, which is really good when you bring them indoors. You don't have pollen all over. And what I do with those is about every seven to 10 days, I will start another 12 to 15 of these Pro Cut sunflowers. You can either start them indoors or direct seed them. And I will do that up until August. And if we don't get a frost, they'll bloom in about 60 days. And they're day neutral, so they don't require long days or right. short days, all that. So you can just keep planting these pro-cut sunflowers. All and right. Everybody loves sunflowers. Oh, and with everything going on so in, Ukraine, in the Ukraine this yes. year, sunflower interest has taken off. So pro-cut, you probably can't find the seeds in garden centers, but look online, you can find them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I planted some big sunflowers one year, and I loved them, and I'd like to have them back again because they made me so happy. They, and you know what? I plant the big mammoth ones as yes. well oh, because, yeah. one, my honeybees love it. Yes. And two, they're just cool. And three, once they get the seeds in and the heads are hanging down, yeah. The um, finches and stuff dangle mm-hmm. upside down eating them. So I plant the pro cut. They're cut and bring indoors, and then I plant the big ones. Yeah, all yeah. sorts of other. Yeah, they're kind of fun. And I, do they always face the sun? Yes. Yeah. They, yep. It just travels. It's like, phototropic, meaning it follows the sun, sun as it moves. Yep, and then resets at night and starts over. And they're day neutral. Now we know what yeah. that means. Yes. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how much big. sun is in the how bright it is for hours. I mean, I've never even heard that term before. You're so fantastic. Here's how you follow Larry. Get growing with Larry Farr on Instagram and Facebook. He has so many tips, so much great advice. You're going to be and back in a month. the most beautiful pictures. I, you yes. really, really do. 
And I had lots of tips, lots of advice, a lot yeah. of beautiful photos. And you're, and on, you're also on Channel 5, KSTP. Yes. At 6.30s on Thursdays and 5 o'clock on Thursdays. So we can always catch you there. Thank you, Larry. So nice to see your face. Good to be in it's the studio with you. I know it. And we'll see you in a month? Yes. I think we're booked. Yes. We've got y'all okay. set up. Absolutely. All right. And if people have questions, you know, you can go to uh, Get Growing with Larry Farr, and he will help you out there. Thanks, Larry. All right. When we come back... Oh, Lori. Oh, I knew you would find that out. The and Kelly I'm gonna, Yes. Kelly she's taking our advice. We'll be right back. Okay, that's Kelly Clarkson a couple days ago doing a cover of Solomon Burke's epic song, Cry to Me, which is on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack and in the movie. Uh-huh. And we have been fans, and we were like, why doesn't Kelly do Kelly Oki covers, do an album? Yep. And sure enough, she is dropping an EP called... Kelly Oki. Yes. On June 9th, they it's she's brilliant. over 500 songs. And wow. so on her show yesterday, she kicked off the announcement by dropping a cover of Billie Eilish's Happier Than Ever. And she just said, you know, we're still not running out of amazing artists to pick tribute to. She could only pick six songs because it's just an extended play. Oh, really? So yeah. which ones did she pick, Lori? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Like on Monday, she did Real Love by Mary J. Blige, Cry to Me, which we just heard. Yesterday, she did um, Raining on Sunday, you know, the Keith Urban song. Yes. So here are the tracks that are going to be on the EP. Okay. Blue Bayou by Linda Rowanstead. Yes. Call Out My Name by The Weeknd. Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Queen of the Night by Whitney Houston. Trampoline by Shade Shed. I don't even know that song. And Fake Plastic Trees by Radiohead. And oh. this will be Kelly Clarkson's first release since her holiday album Red. When Christmas Comes Around, yes. which came out last October. And before then, her 2017 album Meaning of Life. So the meaning of I I've she's the number one mm-hmm. of late of all the people I've bought music from since yeah. this, these whole systems. She yeah. you know. So anyway, I was kind of excited I'm to excited. hear that news about that. And I really thought her cry to me, her covers all this week were really good. She's done She's, a few that haven't been. Right, we've had a right, few. But that's um, overwhelmingly, I don't even know how they went, how they got to six songs. Because she has so many she good covers. She has so many good covers. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, when you cover someone's song, do you have to pay them? Yeah. Whoever, or whoever or you have to it. license it. Yeah. yeah, whoever writes. I mean, that the was the thing in Moulin Rouge, the play, you know, which is here, mm-hmm. which I hope everybody goes to. But they have like seventy-three different songs so of artists. So just think of the licensing cost. Because remember, we heard that one song is five hundred thousand dollars, the most licensed, expensive licensing song in the movies. Was it Back in Black? Yeah. Or, or no, Thunder. 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 Yep, that was it. I mean. I can't even imagine. I've listened to a couple of these because they've already released, like it looks like Kelly Oki, the last day, they've got some out. And this one that you were saying, Happily, Happier Than After, oh my gosh. It is really, yeah. Can you play it? No, there's some, there's, I can't find one where there's no S bombs in it. There's quite a few. It's it's an aggressive song, but I'll try to find something for New Music Friday for you guys. Well, it's beautiful, but there's just some swear words in there. But oh man, this one is really good. So I'm oh. sure we'll have maybe a clean version, hopefully, tomorrow for New Music Friday. Yeah. We'll try okay. to find that. All right. um, People Magazine has a story uh, on Rihanna and uh, how uh, fabulous she and Rocky are doing as new parents. Their baby boy is... They're in awe of the baby boy. 
And um, she wanted to give birth in L.A. since she has a big house with a yard. She enjoys sitting outside with her baby. And the word is that maybe she'll be, um, there's a story in the British tabloids over the weekend that she'll stay in L.A. for three months, but then she's going to relocate to Barbados. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I I mean, I'd go there, but honestly, she can probably live in several places. Of course she can, because after all, she's a billionaire. Yeah, right. And um, And my favorite part of the story, the People Magazine story, is she's not in a rush to get back to work. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) You know, if you're a new mom and you don't have to be in a rush to get back to work, why would you be? And just having um, the best time. Oh, that's such a... That's a yummy stage. Yeah. BTS is going to the White House next week. Cool. So that's that's kind of cool. They're going to discuss anti-Asian hate and inclusion and representation when they go to the White House. Let's see what other news do we know. Oh, record labels are demanding artists make more TikTok videos. Okay. I mean, people are not happy okay, about this. Okay, this is, they really aren't. So one of the um, musicians from Linkin Park said um, you know, their label makes them do so much content for online and how they said, what do we, what do people want us to do? Are we supposed to write songs and be creators or they want us to be creators of video content? Mm-hmm. And there's just this conflict of interest because everyone will. And you can see where the label's point is, because so many unknown people via TikTok have gotten so become much stars. They have become stars. Yeah. Like that one song that you keep playing for us, Grant. Yeah, the um, Sun and Moon. Crossed. Yes, Sun and Moon. Sun, Sun and Moon. That guy becoming. I love that all song. These, there's not only are guys becoming found on TikTok and becoming famous and starting their own careers, like you said, a lot of these artists who have been around will throw a song together and then it becomes a dance, a 20 second dance. It catches with all the young people and it rises up on the charts right away. I mean, these dances that these kids do. 20 second dances to these songs if it if it catches instant hit on the billboard charts yeah everyone's dancing to about damn time well that, yeah Lizzo, and like the Lizzo ones about damn time that's yeah. one of them but there's been so many of them that have come out i mean BDE that one that that you know Big D Energy that song that we kind of play but i yeah. can't say the word that song became popular through i mean there's so many songs that have risen up on the billboard charts just because they get caught up in TikTok yeah um, let's see. Yeah, like Halsey did a TikTok about, you know, she's like basically looked like a hostage video. Well, it, like, um, like the she Johnny said, Depp basically and Amber- I have a song that I love that I want to release, but my record label won't let me. I've been in this industry for eight years and I've sold 165 million records and my record company is saying I can't release it unless they fake a viral moment on TikTok with the song. FK Twigs has talked about it. Um, Charlie XCX has talked about it. Florence in March, Florence Welch, uh, Florence in the Machine posted a video singing a cappella because her label was begging me for lo-fi TikTok. So um, it's weird, though. You think everybody's got a management team for making these things, but um, I guess they don't always have that. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So those are, and Shakira was denied appeal in her Spanish tax fraud case. So really? That's why she's doing that dance show. show. All right. Here. Yeah, she's got to make some money. All right. All right. You got it. This is Lori and Julie on my talk, and we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back.